film. It is important that you watch film to know what to go up against the team that you are playing. You have to know what offense they run, what defense they run. But obviously nobody's watching film. It is especially disrespectful when the coaches go through all that time to put it right on a silver platter in front of you. You just have to open up that iPad, open up that app, and watch. It's no different than homework. Like, you're turning it to canvas. You hear Coach G and Coach Freeman slaving hours putting these scouting reports together, but then our players don't even use them. And then all you guys are watching your YouTube and your boob tube, your Tic Tac, your snit shit, your Insta fart. How about we get on the huddle and off the hub? (laughs) Creeper Cade, what are your thoughts on the game tonight? Um, I thought... Uh, early on, I thought we were shooting very well, and then just once that second half hit, it just dropped off a cliff. That, that's a good yep. thought from Caden. We'll start off the game with a positive, though. We see a nice finish underneath from Yams early in the game. He goes in there, swoops underneath, like Coach G always says. Coach G and Forte, sorry. We're all, we're all adjusting to the new rules. Even I slip up sometimes. But anyway, that's as no Coach excuse. G... That is no excuse. But as Coach G and Forte always says... Bip, 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 big NBA hop, and then into the finish. And I thought Yamo did a nice bip, 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 big NBA hop underneath into the finish. And, I mean, they didn't start off too hot. We see a three in the beginning from Jack McCaffrey. Then he's showboating. He's showboating. And I think it was because Fran wasn't there in the very beginning. He thought he could get away with doing a little showboating. Oh, that ain't going to fly at home. Fran's going to throw a chair at him after that. Oh, yeah. And then we see Durham get in, in the game. His first minute, Yamo runs into him. All right, guys. Durham is precious cargo. We can't be running into him. I think Especially he- his first minute on the court, Yams. I think Yamo's a bit scared that Durham's going to start taking away some of his minutes or might catch him for the, the scoring title on the team, even though he hasn't played all year. That's the type of stuff you could see Yamo worrying about. Don't be doing that, Yams. You're better than that. And all right, I, it's not why, have, why are we still calling Coach Pino Coach Penis? The gig is up, guys. We're done with it. It's over. A we lack of respect. We aren't doing that anymore. And another thing we had to address was at the end of the first quarter, we see Michael Lorraine Cunningham. Looks like he's absolutely gassed. Like, we get it. You're on Pete Moe. He he's a big guy. Hands on the hips. Something he preaches that he will never do, but I see him gasping for air. Says, what you preach, Michael? <laughs> what was that, Nathan Oldtimer? Practice what you preach. Um, just to follow up, Nate is doing fine now after the kidney stone. It did pass. It did pass. They got it blasted up past like nothing. Not even the worst one he's had. He keeps it on a necklace around his uh, neck. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but he doesn't anyway. Then we go into halftime. When we come back from halftime, I, I will say this. At halftime, we did have a word with Fran. He told us, in quotes, he's just a dad. Then we see Fran going up, talking to the guys while they're shooting, and he says, anticipate the spin. Now, I wouldn't say our team's known for doing spin moves. I don't know what, but Fran wanted us to anticipate the spin. 
Um, when we were talking to Fran, you could tell that he was thinking of a game plan for the Trojans coming out of the half, even though he said he was just being a father. He was kind of calling the shots. I saw he had an earbud in talking to the coach on the bench. So I think he was helping call the plays and defense. And we happened to talk to him just about high school basketball in general right now after the game on how the shot clock, it's been way overdue, and luckily it's coming next year. But he told us a story about when his eldest son was playing high school basketball in the district finals. It was a 23-22 to game because they just kept dribbling it out. Like, what are we doing as a high school? As the, as the MVC, the Mississippi Valley Conference. You got to play with some pride. You have pride in winning 23-22. to That just looks like women's basketball. That's pitiful. Just playing Downright a, pitiful. A big game, a monkey in the middle, and we saw that out of our Xavier Saints tonight. It was, I, it was terrible to watch. And when Aiden McDermott says he wants to bleach his eyes out watching the game, I see why. I and see when why. Logan Ward doesn't want to show up to these away games, we kind of see why. Yeah, it, it's bad. You could see uh, G-Baby's mom was actually talking to Fran after the game. I don't know if he maybe gave her a smooch or anything like that happened, but they did get a picture, and I hope her and Jimbo are fine. But <laughs> We have no reason to think otherwise, G-Baby, so don't, don't be getting worried, but it's just a thought. Um, I thought we played very well in the first half, but like Creeper Kane said, the breaks were turned up to 10 in the second half. We screeched to a halt. I mean, we just, we go in playing sloppy. I don't know. They must have, I don't know what Fran told them besides anticipate the spin, but they came out with a vengeance at halftime. We couldn't keep the ball in our hands. Everybody's trying to grab it. They're trying to swing low, swing over here, do this. And I don't know what that says. I mean, what are we doing at halftime? I know Coach G and Forte always says that we need to see what we did in the first half. Expand upon it. And expand upon it. We need to, we need to double our money, as some would say. We, we, we did all right in the, second, or in the first half, but we got to come out in the second half even better. I just feel like in the first half, we just think that's the whole game. We go into the locker room satisfied. Then we walk out of the locker room. Oh, we're just playing pickup ball now. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. This is the, we're treating it like it's the fifth quarter or something. No, boys. This is the real game, actually. More than the first half. The, this is where, the, where, where you see the real ball players. Championship teams show up in both halves. But we aren't showing up in both halves. We have to find a way to show up, not just at the beginning of the game, but at the end of the game, because that is almost more important. You can't just go out there. The Jekyll and Hyde mindset of which team are we? Are we the team that's being efficient and cracking the zone? Or are we the one that just starts playing monkey in the middle? You know? Exactly. And I think this all starts at practice. I mean, we got to practice like we play, guys. When Coach G's telling us all the stuff that we need to anticipate for this week's game, and they have it all on the silver platter on film, but we can't even watch it. I mean... And then you guys are complaining about how Coach Freeman had a little bit of a episode. Who wouldn't? I mean, come on, guys. I just, 
when you leave the basketball court, your mind should never leave there. You should be thinking about what you're going to be doing that next game. Think about it when you're going to bed at night. Think about it in the morning. Anticipate. I mean, something you guys can be doing, too. It'll help. You go down to the basement if you got a concrete floor out to the garage. Just turn on the radio. Listen to your favorite radio show. Start dribbling the ball a bit. Could be Freeman and Friends. Could be Freeman and Friends. I mean, we got a lot of previous episodes. When you're in bed, laying in your bed, you grab a ball. You just start shooting up in the air. Start Doing letting the, it roll the off your fingers. Correct form. We got some guys on our team that don't use the correct form. But, <laughs> Sudge. <laughs> uh, you need to start trying to use G-Baby's form. He has some of the best form on the team. His form is smoother than a baby's butt. That's why they call him G-Baby. Yes. And that he's not really fully developed yet. But <laughs> he still has a lot of baby fat on him. But he's, you see the potential in G-Baby. When you see him hit the court, you think, all right, he's a little underdeveloped. He's got the intangibles that you cannot coach. Speed, agility, vertical. And competitiveness. Heart. He's got the heart. Like we've said in previous episodes, you can take the dog out of the fight but you can't take the fight out of the dog. And I don't think even the strongest person in this world could take the fight out of G-Baby Jones. All right. I get Aiden McDermott. He's got the wrist thing, right? But you got to be safe outside of the game. You can't just be taking out Jack's pizzas with your bare hands. (laughs) The oven is hot. Aiden was playing with... Second-degree burns on his arms today. Yeah. You can't be doing that. Use the mitts. It's so easy to just go get oven mitts and just take them out. It's so easy. It is so easy. And and as we hear, Logan Ward, he didn't learn once from not to ride a bicycle in these conditions. He did it twice. It ended up wrecking again. Oh, my God. What are we doing, guys? It's just like, all right, boys. We cannot keep doing these stupid stuff outside of games. Coach Gianforte cannot watch over you and adopt you as a child. You have to figure out, act as if Coach G's watching you every moment. Coach Gianforte, sorry. It's all right. No excuse, though. There is no excuse. The respect (laughs) has been terrible. But act as if he's watching you all the time. And for our slip-ups calling him Coach G, we blame you guys. You have us conditioned into saying it with this disrespect. We aren't there every day. We don't get to look him in the eyes and call him this. It's, it's not right, but it's just, it's got to change. I know it was a bit awkward for Brad Lemker, a.k.a. the Silver Fox tonight, being in the same room with McCaffrey. Him and uh, the Silver Fox used to go at it back in the day. Big rivals in high school. You know, McCaffrey would take one game from him. The Silver Fox would come right back, take a couple games from him. Yeah, it, it was a neck-and-neck neck rivalry. Then it turns out Franz coaching collegiate-level basketball. Brad, Brad Lemker tests fruit snacks for a living. Brad Lemker got the same opportunity. He got an interview with Iowa. They just decided to go a different way with their program. Well, he was Fran. got an interview with the Iowa as the, as the team janitor. A little bit different, but, <laughs> but, the, but the same, basically. Now moving on to our next segment.
Has the ball landed yet, Landon? After you got swatted in the last game that we forgot about, I don't think the ball's landed yet. That that could have hurt someone how much velocity was on that ball. Or mustard. I just, that was embarrassing. It was something we forgot to address in the last podcast. We thought we ought to bring it up this time. We but can't it, have it happen. It was so bad that it, it just has to take the place this time around. I feel bad because... Grayson maybe didn't have as bad of a play as that last time, but but it slipped our mind somehow. I don't know. It could have been some type of PTSD thing because we about got hit in the face with it. Just like the time when Brogan got swatted when we were, when we were playing McKinley and Regis. <laughs> yeah. Just like that thing, it. I, I think there's some flames on it after it got hit. This this week is a is a unique week. This is gonna be a two part hit the road jack. We're also going to have one part from this game, and we're going to have to give that to some of the coaching staff. I don't think we came in this game completely prepared, and we understand, coaches, they weren't watching the film, but I thought we were not utilizing our players to the best of their abilities. I mean, we get it. You're going down south in a couple months to go meet with Mr. Stevens. He's going to turn this program around. He's going to get the X's and O's figured out. But until then, we got to work with what we got. And we got to be able to do it in an efficient way. Um, I know, I think that part of the problem tonight was intimidation. I mean, we see Fran roll in, and I I think that Coach Freeman was a little bit anti- and intimidated. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it, it's intimidating for everyone. I mean, he he's a he's a coach on a high level collegiate team, and we know Coach Freeman used to coach on a collegiate team. We just we got to be able to. We got to be able to get down right and play some basketball. We aren't playing against Fran. We're playing against his son, and he isn't the coach. We got to be able to get down to the X's and O's, like Davis said. I mean, I, I think it's kind of hypocritical. Coach Pino says you need to fight intimidation with intimidation. That is why he went down to Africa and shot a lion. He is not. He used to be scared of lions, but then he went down there and shot one in the head, and he, now he's got it on his mantle. But... You can't be scared. You got to just have your boys go out there and play hard. It seemed like tonight McCaffrey with the earpiece and calling down what we should, what the Trojans should be running. Seemed like we were playing checkers and they were playing chess. But that's just an outside view on this. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's it was a tough loss night. We all played hard, but it's just we got to be utilizing our guys better than that. We're actually having a fun new segment tonight, Grubby's Two Cents. Give us your two cents, Grubby. I will say we weren't prepared for that zone, and you can see that I was playing a little monkey in the middle there. We weren't quite prepared for it. And a little bit's on me, throwing a couple turnovers there at the top of the key. Pimo gets a dunk or two. That's on me. We're going to clean that up in practice this week. But one thing I got to say, they got to get a hand up on me now. That's all I got to say. We are going to give Grubby some sugar. He did have a nice three ball in the game tonight. It's something we love to see out of him. I mean, Grubby comes up with some time, some minutes on varsity this year unexpectedly. And, I mean, he's kind of been making the most of it. I mean, he's going to have turnovers. That's, that's the way he plays. With abnormally small hands, <laughs> it's hard to dribble the ball that way. And like we said in the last segment, with Grubby's height, I mean, the guy's, the guy's going twice as far as anybody else. Just in his strides. You run a mile, he's running two. So that's pretty damn impressive out of Grubby Sundell. Um, Grubby, one last question to 
Why don't you think the boys are watching film? Um, I will say the basketball film is just they're and they're in like ninety minute segments. It's kind of hard to sit down and watch a whole game, especially when the huddles lagging all the time. Oh, so you think that's an excuse not to watch it? No, I I don't. Well, kind of sounds like that's an excuse <laughs> not to watch it. I will say a lot of guys haven't been put in minutes. I'm just gonna call one out a leader on the team. People need to know. Lorraine Cunningham has not watched a minute of film. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been watching film. It, but, like, when I talk to Lorraine in uh, business class, I go, hey, can I see what's going on with uh, Dubuque Hempstead? What's all the hubbub about? He goes, no. How about you find it on YouTube? <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> I see how it is. Basketball is important too, Lorraine. But I guess not to him. Um, the General Mills player of the game goes to Joseph Lemker. Yeah, we thought we'd just get that right out there. And, uh, for all you that are in anticipation for an interview with, uh, one of their players, Pete Moe, that, uh, we're hoping that that is coming, and we're hoping in the next couple of days we could, uh, get that interview scheduled and get it out to you listeners, so, uh, keep your ears peeled for that. You gotta, like, um, Bergy coming out firing tonight. You know, we need him to keep playing like that, and we're going to be winning some ball games. I just hope we can get him some more shots up. Oh, yeah, he did have a couple nice shots. He had a nice jumper and then a nice uh, a nice burger bomb. And we just want to make the record clear that we do not claim to have patented the burger bomb. We know that there have been a previous burger who has had that name before us. We don't claim to have invented it. It was just happened to be a coincidence that we are using it as well. So to any copyright issues, we have nothing to do with it. And just, like, being a good teammate, Tyler, I get it, you aren't getting the most minutes, but you got to be cheering on your team. Sure, you maybe wish you could be playing with Biku and the other sophomores, but you got to be cheering on the varsity team. Like, come on, man. I mean, like, Yamo's making threes. He's being clutch in the, at the end of the game. Everybody's up on their feet. You're sitting down there with your hands buried in your face. I thought I maybe saw him crying too. Like, you can't show the opponent that you're crying. That's embarrassing. It's just, it, it, it's downright embarrassing. I think it's a maturity issue. He's a young guy. And some of our team leaders, I mean, if we could help out Tyler with these issues, I think that it would make the whole team better. It's, it's, it's no fun to see a party pooper over there throwing pity parties for himself on the bench. Yeah, it, it, it really isn't good to see. Our player of the game is going to go to Aiden Yamakowski. Hit a lot of three balls tonight, especially when we just need to get a shot up and stop playing monkey in the middle. There's been a lot of previous games where people ask us why he didn't get the player of the game when he's scoring almost 30 points and stuff. And to be honest, that's just something we expect out of Yams. Him, him dropping a big point game like that isn't something totally abnormal. But then when Spencer Mesh last game dropped like 15 points, it was, it was something special. Just some credit we have to give him. Yamo will drop many more 30, 25, 28-point games in his future. Spencer, we don't know how many more games, spectacular games he has like that. So we got to give credit where credit is due. Yamo, we we aren't hating on you. It's just sometimes the best players, they don't get the most credit. Yeah, you got to love seeing Aiden Ryan McDermott trot on out there. The three-legged dog mindset of, I don't care that I'm kind of hurt. 
I need to play for my team. Yeah. And I know Coach Gianforte was really motivating him to play. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could see Aiden's wrist out there was flopping around. Looked like his hand. I thought I saw fall off. I thought I saw bone pop out. It was completely purple and black. Oh, it was nasty. It was nasty. His fingers—they looked like a two-week-old banana. It was that (laughs) color. It was bad. And he played through the pain, even though our player of the game, Aiden Yamakowski, runs right into him in the first minute. Like, yeah, we got to do better, boys. But like it's precious cargo. You already have the wrist problem, but let's not be taking out Jack's pizzas with our bare hands. Ewe Dewey was getting very angry with that when he heard that you were taking Jack's pizza out with your bare hands. And we just have to have a little note in from the school. If you're not a student of Xavier High School, you are not permitted to be sitting in the student section with other students. We heard a complaint that there was a random gentleman sit- standing up there. We don't know if you got confused or something, but we're going to have to ask you to sit with the other graduated people from the school that are alumni and, and uh, are, are watching the game as non-students. The student section is for students. So the Xavier faculty asked us to make this announcement on our platform, and we, we said we would, we would do that for them. Thank you.